This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. You know, Andy, you hold in your brown, but you don't hold in your white, do you? You're very liberal with that. No, hell no. That, no. That, would, that would hurt. It can. It hurts I, holding in your brown, too, some people might Some argue. people. Uh, Not if you do kegels. Hi, I'm Dr. Drew, and this is Dr. Drew After Dark. Please be advised that Dr. Drew After Dark may contain sexually oriented content and be unsuitable for young children. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Dr. Drew After Dark. We appreciate you being here. We appreciate the emails at drfdark@gmail.com. Of course, the voice messages at 818-253-1693. And do check out all the new merch at store.ymhstudios.com. I'm here with the Booth Boys. Hell yeah. Hell What's yeah. Up? Yeah, Blizzard Man. Uh, let's, uh, you guys good? Everything fine? No ghost visitations lately? Any? Everything all right? Uh, no, yeah, everything's good. Uh, you said, what, Blizzard Man? What was that? I, 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 it's a, it's a, it's an old Andy Samberg a character from an SNL skit that I think is hysterical. Ah, uh, but anyway, you. it's, it's, it's I was thinking about before the mics heated Copy up. That. Be, that. That. Be that as it may, uh, so the, the kosher salt's working, the, uh, holy water's keeping you free of uh, vampires, you're, you're feeling good in your house now, right? Yes, all the doors are locked, you all the uh, windows are shut, and all the salt is on the floors. And yes, do you got, know your neighbors any better? Or um, I know a couple of them, yeah, because I, I did Halloween. Oh, yeah, how was that? You... How was it? You gave out the big candy bars to the kids, too, right? Yes, sir. I gave oh. out more than that. I, I, uh, I went all in for this one. They must um, have been happy. They were. It, it, was, in, it was incredible because, I mean, I was, exp- I was thinking of my own standards. I haven't talked to a kid in literally over like a decade, I'm not even kidding. There's been no reason to talk to a kid, right? So. Child, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so I didn't. I just forgot how easily excited kids get. So, yeah. I was expecting them to open the things and be like, "Oh my god, I got this slime and, and a and a rubber band, whatever the fuck." And he was like, "They would open. They would just see the gold bag, and they were like, <laughs> oh, my, is that a gold bag? Like, holy shit, it's gonna be my purse now." Like, what the fuck? <laughs> coming unglued yeah they, well it's like they, a treasure you've come to this one house and you're the coolest guy in the neighborhood exactly. oh my god yeah I, I didn't i didn't think of it um i just thought the gold bags would be cool to encase all the actual cool shit but yeah. uh, they, they made my night though it was awesome to see all their stupid little fucking smiles so, it, yeah. it, it, <laughs> it is this is kind of a perfect uh trick-or-treating neighborhood this is one house right after the other that oh, m- yeah. must have been overrun with kids yeah yeah it was yeah. uh yeah super super together super safe Nice. Uh, everyone was was having a good time. Yeah, life in Texas is good. Yes, sir, it's good. But you said you had a question for me. Oh, I did have a question for you. Yeah. Um, so, all right. So, uh, so I was a kid once. Really? Um, wow, yeah, one time. Yeah. Believe it. Um, yeah, I make much smarter decisions now. But back then, I wasn't so smart, and um, I was walking down a creek, uh, and uh, I wanted to get to the other side of a creek, and the only way that I saw to get there was a uh, a large bamboo what is it a, 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 a is it a tree a bamboo tree yeah, bamboos a, are like trees yeah stalk a stalk or stock yeah it's a, it's a okay yeah bamboo stalk 
Uh-huh. Um, and I just had, see, when I was a kid, um, the movie uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon just came out. Ah, so you and were going to pole vault across. Well, I just, I remember there was a... There you were going to run across the stock. You were going to just <laughs> jump in the air. I didn't even need to run because I remember there was a statement that was either in that movie or maybe like a follow-up talk about it or something where they said, uh, bamboo, you see, it doesn't break. It right. just bends right. with the wind. Yes. So I thought... Oh. I thought that meant that bamboo's fucking indestructible. You right. can't break that shit. Right. That's right. what they said in Rush Hour Three. Okay, but it, it, it. so any uh, <laughs> any gave it a shot, and so yeah, so I walked in there. So did you walk across it or you pole vault? So uh, uh, so I walked so I walked on, on the bamboo stalk, and halfway through, you know, um, you fell super in. surprised, it broke, mm-hmm. and I'm like, ah, you know, whatever. Like, damn, I, I thought it would work, and uh, wasn't a big deal. So I walked back. I'm like, sorry, I wanted to get the, we were trying to get like a camera shot or something. Like, oh. And so I'm like, ah, my bad, we'll get it next time though. Um, and so we're looking across the creek like to see, um, y- you know, like just what the shot would look like. Yeah. And then the girl that I was with, she was like, oh my God, like what the fuck? And and she saw there was red in, in, the, in the creek. Uh-oh. And so I saw it too and I was like, oh, holy shit. I didn't even, didn't even think for a second that it, I was just like, what animal just died? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Because it was it was red, like a the lot creek of blood. was red, yeah, and it turned out it was from my foot. Mm-hmm. So um, I had two big gashes. Mm-hmm. There was one. I mean, I can come show you, but um, it's oh, that's okay. I know yeah, this yeah. question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, you sh- okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where is this now? I'm intrigued. <laughs> Jeez. So um, so there were two big gashes. gashes yeah. One gash was just like a. Flood. It was. What did I, what I look at? Maybe look at area. it. Um. Like sure. Let me run in let here me, and throw your shoe off. Or whatever. Let me say it first, and then okay. I'll come in and show. Okay. Okay. So, uh, so, so one was a giant like gash, but it was like kind of big surface area wise. It wasn't super deep. Mm. That one was whatever. I just fucking ripped off the skin and then just let it like heal. Okay. Um, the other one though was deep, and it yeah. was like almost through my foot. Okay. Um, and it was right next to like if these were my if these are toes, yeah. not fingers. It yeah. was like right there in the okay. middle. Got so it. it almost split my fucking right toes in the web. Oh, and it was the, the, yeah. along the long axis of your foot, like uh, between yeah. the toes. Yes, yeah. correct, okay. correct. Um, and it was deep. I could stick my finger in there and like kind of like We're wiggle nice. It Glad you did that. Um, nice. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was numb. I, I, I couldn't even feel it uh-huh. at that point. You know, so it was like whatever. you were in shock. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. My mom kind of taught me, she would never admit this, but she taught me not to go to the doctor. Mm-hmm. So I just, I didn't think even for a second that I'm going to go to a doctor for this shit. It's like. Not what I'd call a great. Easy. Okay. <laughs> Keep going. I, I, I love my mom. Yeah. All right. God bless her. God bless her. I love bless her mom. heart. Bless her heart. It's okay. Well, let's, let's get it. You want to get, let's get deeper in this. <laughs> let's really seriously. Well, f- what's your question first? Okay. The question is, so I got home and I realized I got to do two things. Number one, I got to wrap it because it keeps bleeding and I got to go to work tomorrow. I can't deal with this shit. Uh, number two. Were you working for the Russians then? No, I was okay. I was working in an office job. Okay. I came in with crutches. Yeah, Ugh. it was a mess. Um, but the other thing was I had to close the, uh, the, the wound, the deep one. Okay. And um, I didn't want to do stitches because, first of all, fuck needles. I'm deathly afraid oh, of needles. Oh, interesting. So, uh, I super glued it. Oh, well, and, and there are glues now for wounds and stuff. Uh, I that, didn't use that, those. I understand. <laughs> uh, it's a pretty dangerous thing to do, but uh, y- the the real problem is 
not so much how you close it and all that business is that you could have hit an artery uh-huh. and that would have been a disaster. Mm. You can get infected really easily and the fact that you didn't is but for the grace of God. Yeah, it was in a creek, a dirty creek. I understand, right, and you were walking That's on it afterwards creek. and yes. stuff. It's just, who knows? I mean, how do you, you have to really clean that stuff out and you sure. should have been on antibiotics. And you can, you know, there can be structures that are permanently damaged that need to be repaired, and you didn't assess that. Thank Uh God it looks like you just went right down the middle there where you missed everything and just hit, you know, but let's let's look at it now. Let's see what we got. Shall we? Okay, yeah. Uh, And then I want to get into deeper into distrust of doctors. I want to to have that conversation. (laughs) Uh, While we're waiting for him to get his foot in here, uh, Daddy Drew and the Booth Boys, I have a puking problem during sex. Uh, My boyfriend and I have sex actively three to five times a week, but once or twice a month, I get the urge to vomit. It starts when I get super aroused during sex or when I'm close to coming. I'll get nauseated, sometimes puke. It happens with different partners, but I will note that I've been having sex since I was 16, and this started when I was 18. Not sure if this could be trauma-induced or anxiety. After a decade, I want answers. I'm desperate. Please help. Nausea, vomiting and nausea is a very sort of a powerfully um, reinforced phenomenon it's once you start associating nausea and vomiting with certain cues it's hard to unassociate them to disassociate them uh it can be an anxiety symptom it could even be a migraine so it can be lots of things i don't know if you ever had an eating disorder or anything else where you were more vomiting more easily i'd be worried more about that that something about your esophageal function makes it easier for you to throw up why you're getting nauseated I, i the important thing to do is to stop if you get that nausea and let it settle down and then pick up again, and if it picks up again, you got to sort of break the association, you know, through systematically not allowing it to escalate to the point that you actually vomit. All right, let's see the foot. What do you got? Here we go. We're going to put it up on the table here. Let's see where we can all see it. All right, here we go. And, Drew, be, be real, because I saw this the other night, and it was wild. The, the wound was wild? So, just the just what he described. Yeah, what so he, it's that. Yeah, I see it. Um, I don't think I'm gonna be able to. Let me get a little light on this. It's not that dramatic anymore. Where, where no, was the other one? Not. Where was the, the other one? It's this guy. See that? Like, yeah, this one actually could. Hold on. But you're saying it's not dramatic anymore. But this happened like 15 years ago. Yeah, but he yeah. hit the fleshy part of his. You know, he really he missed all the serious stuff. Frankly, you have to be very deep to cause trouble here. There's an artery that goes right along in here. Uh, sorry, I'm tickling his Yeah, foot. Eddie, what does it feel like to have Dr. Drew caressing your footsie I'm sorry, like that? sorry, sorry. Let me use my mouth. Let me see. If I can... <laughs> Hold on. We're done. We're done. We're done. I quit. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. You are an absolute oh gem, God. Drew. It's so funny. Holy oh shit. God. Where is this show going to go? That was All the right, hardest sorry, thing Eddie. you've ever that, made me that, laugh. That, <laughs> Oh, my God, you guys. Lord have mercy is all I'm saying. But, any, let's have a more serious conversation. So, anyway, you, you that was all but for the grace of God. You lucked out. You seriously lucked out. You hit it just in the right spot. You, you, you got you, you to give me just one second. You're dissociated right now. You just got to listen. You just you got to understand. You don't, you don't some want your things, foot in. Man. You some things. You just. I know, I know. You don't yeah. want your tootsies in Dr. Drew's mouth? Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. Sorry, buddy. Anything oh, for the show. You know how it goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys no, just no, keep no. on getting closer and closer. Uh, I'll tell you what. I, I had a little moment there. What Everyone loves to see it. I know I, I love know. to see it. I know, well, I know you do. Oh, <laughs> if it embarrasses us, you're into it. Hang on here. Let's Jesus get this Christ. to work right. 
All right, I'm still screwing both, up on your hair. Both you guys got to get situated after that, huh? Yeah, I know, right? It was a little bit intimate. It's a little rough. Cool. Uh, and I know that. Hey, <sighs> speaking of that, how's your how's your trauma therapy going? Drew was kind of the dom in that. Relax. Shut right? the. F- <laughs> I'm just trying to analyze what I saw for all just of us. Relax. You know, I'm just trying because there's people that are just listening, so I'm just trying to. And he you know, was already vulnerable happened. enough because he was showing us his feet, and it's all good. <laughs> anyway, what I saw was nothing Stop much. The wounds talking. looked okay, but you you hit uh, you hit enough tissue that you got some good bleeding, but you didn't really harm anything. So that's amazing. Yeah. Um, you could have easily hit some nerves too, which you did not. No. But um, how's your trauma therapy going? Are you do anything here? Uh, I quit. You quit? Why? Yeah, yeah. Why? I don't trust her. Yeah. You know? Dude, that's yeah. the whole game. You have to learn to trust somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't. I don't know what that fucking looks like. How, I just I can't do it, you know? How could any overcome his lack of trust towards medical professionals? Thought about I trust ayahuasca? Drew. I trust yeah. Drew. Yeah, until, except I just violated his trust two seconds ago. No, you just t- you just you just took it too far. You just you get, tickled my foot, is oh. what you did. And that's that's a listen, man. That's it's a good a, thing you guys stopped it when when you did. That's a, that's a could've. certain stopping an asshole. He's dissociated enough without that. <laughs> so. yeah, one, one, one day, one day, one day we'll talk about where tickling can go. But for now, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we'll, that's we'll part just, of the we'll just leave. Okay. It could be. I know. Yeah, it could I, don't, be. I don't dig it. I know. Um, I'm sure not a lot but, of people do. First of all, probably haven't done it right. Anyway. So trauma, <laughs> but the trust, the building a frame and trusting closeness is really what's the foundation of trauma therapy, right? So get back in your body. Right. Hold yeah, on. Man. I kind of want to send any back in there so he can show you how to tickle him. Right. No. Oh, no. My. No. No. We've had enough, Nada. We're good. We're good. I, I need. I'm gonna I fight you live need, on the I fucking. I need more. I need more. Do you? I, it, <laughs> I do this for fucking you guys. I just want you. I want everybody to I know. I know. I do this for you. I do this for Drew. I know. I know. I and I appreciate YMH. it. I'm, I'm speaking I on behalf. I'm, I'm speaking on behalf of myself and the entire YMH world. We appreciate it. Do not punch Nadav in the face, okay? <laughs> do not do that. I really, I know, I really want to box him. Though. I, I, I know there's an impulse there. You want to I got a tweak in my back. I, I can't. I got a bad back. Oi, oi, my me. back. Oi, oi, my. Drew, you want to box? Let's box. Uh, I want to fucking box somebody. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know. Uh, no, nope, you guys are not boxing. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it, it's, it's boxing. good. It's a good bonding thing, but I, I don't know. You kick my ass. Actually, though. Drew. Uh, you know, now that we're asking about medical questions yeah. and stuff, I got something happened to me recently. Yeah, okay, here we go. All right. Um, uh, something happened to me recently, and uh, it, I want to know: Am I, am I just so fragile now? Yes. But go ahead. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> No, nah, because I know the answer is yes, and the fact but that go you ahead, said yes but, uh, I'm before. just guessing, but go ahead. You're so fragile now that... When the weather changes, I throw my back out. Oh. <laughs> um, you're older now. You're not fragile, and you need to lose the weight. That's really right. Right. I need to lose weight and build my core. Yeah, it's pretty simple. I mean... And... Try Kegels. No, Kegels... Yeah, he's... Uh, no. I need to make a... my pussy muscle strong. Yeah, it's a different part of the... Ke- the, the you want, you want to see my fucking core? I don't want to see Kegels, anything bro. more. I've seen your foot now. It's enough. Um, you want to see it. You going to show your abs? <laughs> you I could if you want. I, it's okay. He's going to okay. put his mouth on your Kegels, bro. I, I, dude, you guys are, are you losing me, gentlemen. I, I, I want to stay, stay connected here. So a couple things. Talk I got a bunch me, of, talk to me, I got talk a bunch of things, Eddie. So you can't trust a therapist, which is the fundamental work of trauma therapy, right? Yes. And you have, we've identified all this stuff that makes you dissociate and gives you these distrust and defiance, oppositional defiance, all that stuff. Yeah, I'm a real difficult motherfucker. No, it's really no, what it comes down difficult, to. Difficult, you know but, but I think you hurt yourself more than anybody. Because I think yeah. your defiance and all this stuff is all just keeps you from getting close to people, really, more than anything. 
Because yeah. you, you're not you're not bad with it. You're not you know doing hurting people. In fact, quite the opposite. You, you're really you know you don't do that. But no. but you're the one you're the one still left. Maybe not getting I don't know something what you want from people perhaps something like that. So so what about finding somebody here that can do that work? No. Um, here in Texas, I mean, I, I I just don't know. I just can't imagine. I mean, fuck. Like so. I can't go into detail, but essentially, you know, I trusted someone more than anything, any person in the world, almost more than my damn a, self. A therapist? No. A professional? A, f- a family member. A, okay. A person. But that's where the trauma comes from. Uh, well, it was not, not fam- chosen family. Yeah. Not, not okay. like blood family. Um, and, and if you're watching, I, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sure it's going to, it's going to hurt, but it's, um, that trust got broken mm. and I was threatened by this person's actions. And mm. that's just something that I'd never thought, you know, I, I saved that, that one little bubble for like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do this not trusting thing out here, but I'll, I'll save this one spot, you know, so, so, I'll, so, I'll, you, I'll trust so you unconditionally. All right. So you this. took, you, you took a vulnerable part of yourself, you exposed it or offered it to another person who was not worthy of that trust and they violated it. It's hard to say that they weren't worthy, but they did violate well, they it. They weren't because they because they obviously you know they they did what they did. Well, it's it's tough, man, because it's like I don't know what what do I expect? Because at the end of the day, it's like if it really came down to you or me, you're gonna choose you. That that's your that's your fucking yeah. duty as a human being. So except like, when you're a, when you're a professional in a closed environment with somebody, it's not your it's you it's the other person. That's the whole. That's your entire focus. You're there for that person, period. Now you may set boundaries, you may limit, you know, what that person, how that person's allowed to deal with you. You know what I mean? You may not be able to. I don't know how to say this, except you know, you, there are boundaries. There are boundaries, and but the, but the the professional is there for you. That is their concern. Now, what they get in compensation for that, they get a certain amount of payment per unit time. But for that payment, they are there to do what's best for you. Period. And that includes keeping things confidential. That, and there's all kinds of laws that protect you. Anyway, I just want to k- keep encouraging you that you can, it's in, that's an environment you can usually trust. Now, the only thing you have to worry about, frankly, is that it's not a skilled person mm-hmm. and that they don't, they don't sort of, because you get in some delicate material, you're into some like emotional microsurgery and that they don't manage that properly. That's what I worry about. Not that they'll violate your trust and expose you to something. They won't do the surgery effectively or it won't go the way I think it should, you know, personally as a professional watching it. That's the stuff I worry about, which is different than what you're worrying about. You're worried about getting hurt, right? No, I, I'm just worried that it's a waste of time because no, I... No. Uh, well, it could be in bad hands. I, I, yeah. I'm with you on that. But, so. but, let's, but there's a bigger topic here, and, I, and, I, and you're the person I want to talk to about this, Dumb. which is that black Americans don't trust the medical system, right? Mm. Generally. And they uh, especially... We, we were raised to, to think that way, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and they especially don't trust the, the medical, mental health piece, right? And, and with good reason. There has been some misconduct uh, in relation, if you just, whether you go to the Tuskegee experiment or just how we dealt with the crack epidemic, many, many, many examples of p- poor handling. Like, like they should be, we should be ashamed of ourselves and we should be calling it out in, in, for what we've done. But I, it's, a di- it's a new day. Uh, there are certainly more diversity in the medical system. Maybe you can find people that you feel more comfortable with, you know, by virtue of 
uh, similar background or people who have also were raised not to trust the medical system you, whom you can go to who are now themselves professional. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, for, for me, though, I mean, and, and let me make it clear, I don't know if yeah. you know this, but my mom's white. My mom's white as fuck. White, and is she the one? She's the one that taught you not to trust the medical system. I mean, my dad didn't teach me shit, so yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. That's interesting. <laughs> she taught me everything. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. So, uh, but but yeah, for her, I think. Um, huh. For her, I think it was. I think she didn't grow up super. Um, you know, she didn't grow up poor, but like not super well off. So mm. it was one of those things where it's like, can we afford to go to the doctor? Oh, so it's Maybe worried not. about the expense. Got it. I, I think so. And then I think that just translated yeah. into me. Is there, like, there's a lot of that. You know? Yes. And and also her big thing was I want to make him strong. Yeah. So when they told me that I was going to have asthma, they're like, nah. She's like, nah. You're not getting that inhaler. You're not fucking. She said, I'm. They said I'm going to be allergic to this, this, that. They're like, she's like. I'm going to give you nothing but those things now yeah. to make sure that you're Well, that's uh, there's some those. people that believe that's I mean there's some clinicians that believe that's not such a bad uh, idea these days but yeah, and I mean, but, your, but your yeah. point about you know there is a whole segment of society just by virtue of their access to money and resources and coverage yes. that are afraid of the medical system because of what it might you know uh, in, in, encumber them and that's absolutely true I I mean that that exists for sure. It's like, oh, just don't don't bother, don't go. It's going to cost too much. It's too crazy. We're you know, but which is sort of false. By the way, I want to disavow people of thinking that way about the system. There's always coverage. There's always ways to do it. There's lots of resources out there. But if you don't know how to work the system, it's really difficult, and you could get into trouble if you don't if you don't work it properly. Anyway, enough of all that. Yes. Thank you, Andy. Thank you for uh, sharing your foot and for sharing your thoughts and you for letting Nadav cause you to dissociate a little more today. And uh, I think that was all you, Drew. Uh, no, no, no. When you you got in there and kept talking about uh, my my mouth on his abs and things, it was you. It was you. It was a dog. Keep it up. Yeah. So so show Keep me show me my screen again. I want to see some of the videos. I need some videos here. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, I'm your inner dream monologue, and you're fast asleep, so I'll be quick. Great job using the Colgate Optic White Overnight Teeth Whitening Pen before bed. When used as directed, it gives you a visibly whiter smile in just seven days. So while I fly and talk to animals, you're removing teeth stains with ease. Sweet dreams. And when you wake up, keep on living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. All right. Uh, let's see. E- uh, eye exorcism. Oh, boy. Yeah. What is going on there? This one's going to be fun. Uh-oh. Wow. All right, cool. folks. Make eye contact with me right now. I'm going to expose your demons, okay? I'm going to command them to surface, okay? Now, pay close attention to what I'm going to say here after I expose your demons because you need to get help if these demons are inside you. Evil spirits. I am command you now to manifest. Come up to the surface. (laughs) Come up to the the surface. Get out from your hiding place right now. Get out from your hiding place right now. And does that freak you out? 
I'm I'm just fucking astounded at how good this camera quality is. <laughs> oh my god! Right, I can see every damn eyebrow hair. I can see all One, the fluid in his eyeballs. Yes, you can. I can see there. the. Uh, I can almost see uh, pulsatile uh, sort of veins in his eye. Yeah. Uh, Actually, question: Why does it look like his eyes have cellophane in it? Is that like a? It, it looks like oh, the yeah. liquid is like almost yeah. solid. So that is the conjunctiva, uh, uh, and your conjunctiva. There is a there is a cellophane like cellular covering of the eye and it is it is a little bit because if you look well, it's all reflection i think we're seeing but it does make it look like you're seeing like the bottom the, the conjunctiva left, the bottom left of his of his right eye but yeah. we're looking on the left yeah he may have a little edema there it's not uncommon if you have any irritation in your eye for that to be a little swelling in there yeah, it looks like it's building up. yeah and that's uh, edema edema is just swelling just fluid oh, okay. fluid uh, and so, and that that will raise the conjunctiva up a little bit, so you can see it. And so, there saying, you go. Are you saying swelling in the eyelid or in the actual eye? It, between the white and the conjunctiva that sits on top, there could be a little fluid that builds up in there, and so it yeah. raises the conjunctiva, and you can see it. And there's different layers of the conjunctiva and things, and it's, just, it's, a, it's a pretty complex covering you've got going there. Uh, what's going on in the, the the cornea is different. So the part that that lies over the iris, the colored part, that's a whole special structure into itself. And there's a there's a compartment actually in front of the iris. That these are all very complicated structures. It's not not as uh, fun as getting into the the prostate and the urethral structures in the male, which we we inevitably do every damn show. Well, I mean, there's a lot of room for for demons in these eyes, right? I know he's pretty funny. I like I like the accent. And oh, stuff there's too. there's more. Oh my god! In Jesus' mighty name, come up, evil spirits, demons! You cannot hide inside this person. You cannot hide inside this person any longer. You cannot hide inside this person any longer. Come up to the surface. Come up to the surface. Come up. Come up. Come up. Demons, make eye contact with me. Make eye contact with me right now, Demas. Make eye contact with me right now, Demas. Come up to the Demas? surface. Come up to the surface. Come up to the surface. Come up to the surface. Manifest. Manifest. What are you doing inside this person? Say it. I don't know what to say. I feel like the demons came to the fucking surface. In his, in his <laughs> case, right they're coming out his eyes. Jesus. Let me go to some. Uh, let's go to something more relevant, like ass cancer. Okay, uh, now I'm gonna cast you out. Uh oh, okay, And you have to go. Oh jeez. Evil spirits, get out of this person right now. Get out. Get out. Get out. Get out. Get out. Come out. In Jesus' name, come out. Yes, you have to go. Come out. Come out. Come out now. Come out now, in Jesus' name. All right, then. Headbutts get the demon yeah, out. Yeah, they sure do. The eyeballs bring them out. Hi, uh, Dr. and my stinky little booth boys. I'm 20, 90-pound female, no previous ailments. About a year ago, I started shitting blood. There was a lot of blood, not only in the water, but in the actual poop itself. I got a colonoscopy. They found or removed a cancerous and non-cancerous polyp in my colon. Oh. That's why if you have bleeding out the poop with your brown, you need a colonoscopy. Even though she's 20, things can happen. About five months after the colonoscopy, I still occasionally shit blood. I frequently have abdominal cramping. I've lost 20 pounds. Uh-oh. The doctor said the bleeding didn't have anything to do with the polyps. What? And he doesn't know why there's blood in the stool. He said it could be hemorrhoids, but that the results in blood intermixed with the stool, that hemorrhoids usually does, that's correct. Any advice on that would be greatly appreciated. 
Uh, Miss Askin, uh, Morgan. Morgan, uh, you need another colonoscopy, my dear. I, you, they need to understand why the bleeding has recurred. Uh, I had a friend, close friend, had a colonoscopy clean a year later, came up with a cancer. Uh, it was already a fully cancerous growth after 12 months. It can happen. Bleeding is a sign that something is going on, even if it's just still bleeding at the site of the original cancer uh, polyp removal. Maybe there's something left behind there. They need to go back up there and look. And then you need something called a... Well, you need a, a genetic screen. I hope they did that for you. There's something called color.com, C-O-L-O-R.com, that you can get screened for the more common uh, cancer, genetic cancer risk factors. I think we're all aware of the BRCA gene. I think I've talked about this before. But there are other syndromes that can cause uh, cancers and polyps early in life, something um, called Lynch syndrome, for instance. Uh, Lynch syndrome, there are six different types, and there are some of them are more likely to cause cancer than others. And if you actually have Lynch syndrome and you show up on the color test, color.com, you just go online and get it yourself to spit test. If you end up with uh, a Lynch syndrome, you have to get colonoscopies every year, every year. All right, young and limp. For the past three years, my penis has slowly turned into only good for helicoptering without the good. Without the good old blue pill. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm 30. I lost 60 pounds. Now 190. Two years ago, quit tobacco, nicotine. Six months ago, I feel fatigued daily. It wasn't always like this. I get tested for hormones, a running test, an MRI. Everything came back normal. I don't even get morning wood anymore unless I take the Cialis the day before. How old is this person? Doesn't say. I'm beginning to feel hopeless. My penis was a big source of pride. <laughs> now I just sigh every time I drop my pants. Please help. Uh, Chris, my friend, uh, there's something very wrong. Uh, your doctor did the right thing, putting you on a treadmill. He said you had a running test. I'm sure that's a stress eval because the penis is more sensitive. If you, the uh, erectile dysfunction can be one of the more common presenting signs of heart disease. Uh, so coronary artery disease, the artery to the penis is actually more sensitive to hardening the arteries than the arteries to the heart. Uh, I would look around very carefully. I would see a urologist. I would see an endocrinologist. There needs to be a biological explanation for this. I mean, this, I, I can't even, without a lot more information, it's hard to know exactly where to go. I don't know if you're on some medication, maybe that's doing it, but something biological is causing this. Oh, man. Yeah. Mm. Right. It's You've always said it's, uh, if if you're having consistent ED, there's something a, physically a wrong. A young male, yeah. If a right. young male has a drop in libido and consistent ED, there's a medical explanation for that more, way more often than not. Hi, Jeans. I'm 20, and over the past year or so, I've developed a cocaine addiction. Oh, good times. Good day. I do it every day. Now I need to stop, but I'm willfully ignorant of my addiction. Every day I do the same thing. I wake up, blow, work. Then on the dive home from work, I'll be arguing with myself, trying to fight the urge. When I get home, I tell myself I'm not going to do it anymore today. Then within an hour of saying that I'm going to uh, that, saying that, then I do blow until 4 a.m. How do I stop myself from the loop? Thank you, Mommy. Uh, this is a biological problem. This is the this is drug addiction, and it needs treatment. Drug addiction is oh, a man. medical condition. It's a serious mental illness. Cocaine is a cause of drug addiction, and you need to go to a program. Uh, you can you know you probably need an outpatient program, but you can try just going to a twelve step program if you want to do that right away. You can zoom them now. Go Cocaine Anonymous. You'll find lots of people like yourself there. There is because your brain's motivational system has now been overtaken by the drug. You have a condition that you have no control over. You just don't. That's just the way addiction works. That's what makes it addiction. If you could stop, you would stop. And so that's 
You know, you're not, you need to get a hold of that. And ideally see a doctor who knows how to treat addiction so you can get in the hands of a, of a therapist. There are all sorts of, um, cocaine addiction can really respond well to cognitive behavioral therapies and those kinds of behavioral interactions. All right, for the past five days, I've been experiencing burning tingling from the tip of my penis when I urinate. It began on Monday with intense pain. It would curl every other time I went to pee. As the days have gone on, it gradually started to go away. It's now Friday. I've only experienced it once a day in about eight bathroom visits. I'm still a virgin. Okay. so I'm still a virgin, so I hope it's not an STI. How could it be an STI if you're a virgin? I don't get it. Uh, I am a chronic masturbator since I was 11. Now at 27, I can't help but feel that it has caused me some damage. I searched the internet for some answers. What could this be? Yes, it's urethritis, which is an inflammation of the urethra, which is we've talked about every show, which is the tube that goes through the penis, comes out of the bladder, goes through the prostate, the floor of the pelvis, out through the penis. And if you uh, aggressively masturbate, you can irritate it. You can cause some inflammation, and that hurts, right? Could masturbating too much or too tight a grip cause the urethritis? Yes. Can I get back to pleasure myself once again once the pain goes away? Yeah, but you should... Um, be careful. I mean, don't be so vigorous with yourself. And it would be a good idea to see a urologist because sometimes you can get some stricturing in the urethra from all the inflammation. So you would need to know if that's the case. And he says, Fernando says, touch my camera through the fence. Man, that one is on. Why did that come on so strong all of a sudden? It just, something's just resurfaced. You know, it's just like you go through and you, they you recycle. Like, man, like, just using touch my camera through the fence is, there's so many other implied words that it makes it super fun it is pretty fun the other day i got the shits out of nowhere it lasted a couple days i was pissing blood for about 36 hours <laughs> andy wouldn't you see a doctor if you had shit flown out of your ass yeah you blood flowing out of your ass rather wouldn't if I you had blood flowing out of my ass yes wouldn't you uh how long are we talking 36 hours 36 like straight continuously he says uh out of nowhere, I was pissing blood for roughly 36 hours. By pissing, I think he means pissing out of his ass. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I think you... Uh, yeah, yeah. So I mean, you listen, I mean, you can bleed to that death consistent. that way. You can die very fast. When you, when you have diarrhea illnesses, you know, which is an inflammation infection in the colon, is one of the leading causes of death worldwide. And it can really be bad. And the bleeding can be a brisk. All right, and he's asking... Is this a result of stress built up from drinking slightly more than usually? No. Recently, I've come to the news of my father's terminal cancer. I've been a basket case. Yes. I've been around the clock trying to help him. I'm going to commit a relationship, work full time. Dude, you, <laughs> yeah, I suppose stress, irritable bowel syndrome with diarrhea does not cause bleeding. Bleeding is an, a something either is growing in your colon like a polyp or a tumor or something is infecting and inflaming your colon. Now, it's possible you could have triggered inflammatory bowel disease, something like Crohn's or, or uh, uh, ulcerative colitis, right? These are, these are active inflammations of the colon. This is a serious medical problem. So it, it, essentially, when you walk in the door, the, the doctor is going to think, is this a hemorrhagic di diarrhea infectious illness, like a hemorrhagic E. coli? Is this ulcerative colitis? Is it Crohn's disease? Or does he have a polyp or a tumor up there? Those are the things the doctor is going to be thinking of, and those things need to be ruled out. Stopping antidepressants make me come faster. 25-year-old male, I took fluvoxamine and risperidone for about 11 years to treat OCD and anxiety. Got up to 200 milligrams on the Luvox, 1 milligram is risperidone, which is a small dose of each. Which, that's not true. 200 milligrams of Luvox is substantial. 1 milligram of risperidone is routine. 
Then working with my doctor to wean me off, after three days of feeling like hell from Luvox withdrawal, I noticed that I can come so fast now. Sometimes I come literally as soon as my dick is hard. Other times I can manage four strokes. Um, that may be the withdrawal. Uh, it may be that you're, you're 25 and you've been on these things for a while, 11 years. So this may be your normal state, right? This may be just how you are. It's just been suppressed by the uh, medication. But I think more it's a withdrawal thing. It'll probably kind of calm down a little bit. Got a voice message for me? Yeah. Okay. What's up, baby Drew and What's the boys up? in the booth? What's My up? name's James, James from California. I have essential thrombothysemia, which is a rare platelet disorder. Pretty fucking rare. Anyways, I take hydroxyurea for this. It's a chemo medication. Now, my question is, why, when I first started taking it, did it make me basically impotent and wasn't able to get my dick up or come? But now that I've been taking it for about a year and a half, every time I take it, I get so uncontrollably horny, I think I would fuck my grandmother's horse. Anyways, keep it high and tight. Love y'all. And you bet I'm coming up in May, bitches. Jesus. Okay. Christ. So essential thrombocythemia. Uh, I think he means essential thrombocytosis, doesn't he? I think he means essential th thrombocythemia. It, it's the same thing. Because uh, there's. I hope he doesn't mean thrombocytopenia, because that would be immune thrombocytopenia, which is the, he's on hydroxyurea, so he has high platelets. So hydrea or hydroxyurea is a chemo agent. It's treated for these um, overgrowth syndromes of the bone marrow. It's, these are very common. He says it's rare. It's not rare. It's rare in his age group. Older people get these myeloproliferative disorders commonly. So the essential, thrombocyte, essential thrombocytosis, let's call it what it is, which is high platelets, which can be a big problem if they get out of control. You can actually clog your arteries and cause strokes and things like that. The hydrea usually works to keep it down. My concern is, you know, what's why in your age group are you getting a myeloproliferative disorder? That's what's rare here. The hydrea itself, I could see how the hydroxyurea, I could see how it could create a low libido because it's it's a you know any medicine you know it's a strong medicine any medicine like that can create fatigue and low libido. Why all of a sudden it's gone up? I would actually worry that it has something to do. Maybe your thrombocytosis. There's another. Here's what I'd be worried about. This is the, I would be trying to think outside the box because it's such a weird symptom you're describing. I'd be worried that you have another tumor and the thrombocytosis is actually one of the early presenting feature of what this other tumor is. Maybe it's a testicular tumor. Maybe it's producing testosterone or something that's causing the increase in the sex drive. So I would be looking around to see if there's something else uh, sort of Whoa. growing that is causing this problem. There's a weird, weird little syndrome here. And, and you're, in, you're, you're seeing a hematologist or an oncologist. So do get back and tell them what this symptom is. Where would the Oof. where would the tumor need to be growing to make you as horny as he's describing? I, I, the only thing I can think of would be something that's producing testosterone, and uh, that's pretty unusual. It's pretty unusual, but there is such a thing. So either uh, on on the balls or in the prostate or something. Well, in the balls, yeah. The the, the, the souls that the cells that produce the there's various different tumors that can develop in the balls and. I've never seen one that produces. Let's let's look at it really quick. I'm but something up. interesting in that in that voicemail too is that he said anytime he takes the medicine, he gets super horny. He did. Uh, that does not make any sense to me. Oh, so maybe he's just connecting the wrong dots or something. Yeah. Signs of high testosterone. Hold on. Yeah, he's just he's associating it with the with the medicine. I can't imagine how the medicine would do it. I, it's anything's possible with medicines, though. Uh, let me see if there's anything. I'm going to have to look this up later. 
Adrenal tumors, a rare tumor, make too much androgen. Yeah, so it'd be an adrenal tumor. I take it back. Not testicular, but adrenal. And uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, there could be germ cell tumors too, so also in the testes. So, uh, eh. Well, adrenal. Adrenal's the one. So there you go. Uh, weird, weird and interesting, but uh, the, the uh, high platelets can be a lot of different things. I'm assuming they did a bone marrow biopsy on him to, you know, but still you could misdiagnose that. So anyway, another voice message. Hi, Dr. Drew. My name is Max, and I live in Brooklyn. I just got done playing basketball, and I sustained a injury of the penile, you know, area. And my, I got home, and I took a shower, and my dick looks like a bowling ball pin, and it's swollen, and it kind of hurts. Should yeah. I go to the doctor for that? Um, piss on me, beat me, touch my family through the fence. Yeah. And then I'm coming up in May. Yeah, you, you should. It may not be a rupture. We've talked about before how you fracture the penis. You know, you can do that. But it may just be swelling from a crush, you know. But still, you want to make sure these things can affect function later. So you want to have a urologist take a but good look said, at things. Or an emergency room doctor could figure it out, I too. think either earlier this episode or last episode, you were saying how crushing... That's a, there's, no, there's no muscle in your penis. Okay, I was talking about crushing muscle, which is in a limb. Right. Okay, that's in your arm or your leg, and typically leg. Uh, and which is cavernous tunnels. Which is the them. other thing. See that guy last show with the guillotine on his leg. You can also get something called a compartment syndrome, which is you get bleeding into these closed muscle spaces, and then the muscle further kills itself. You restrict blood supply, and the muscle further breaks down. So you can get a fracture, a compartment syndrome, rhabdomyolysis, all a big mess. But this case, it really is a, a matter of whether the cavernous uh, sheaths are intact and it hasn't caused any tear or anything there that might affect his ability to have erections in the future. You want to get it evaluated. I think a urologist would have to look at that. Another one. Hey, Hitler and the both young and it's Jimmy from England. I found that I can squeeze my nipples and, and uh, a bit of a kind of cheese substance comes out in a very small amount. Is that because I've got a lot of estrogen in my body, or is it like, I don't know, too much coming in my balls? Piss on me, beat me, home here now. Wow, home here now. Um, I'm, Man, I'm, and he had a it, visceral reaction to that voice. It's pretty gross. Well, not just the yeah, voice. No one, it, fucking, you don't, no one needs to know this, man. What are you, yeah, he needs to know the answer. The cheese coming out of his nipple? Nipple cheese. I, I think I, the worry is that it's something called galactorrhea, which is milk production by, the, you know, for the male, it, it would be a... That a, sounds a lot cooler than it is, huh? Yeah, you know, it, it, it is not good at a male. You worry about pituitary tumors, things like that. But I don't think he's actually talking about galactria. I think he's talking about probably just sebum. You know, like much like when you squeeze a zit or something, you get a little toothpastey oh, stuff that's out. That's getting worse for me. I think he's getting toothpastey stuff out of the around the nipple, probably not the nipple itself. And so, but if it's actual something that looks a little milky, that's galactorrhea, and that's something that needs to be evaluated. So there you go. Because it can be a prolactin screening tumor in the pituitary gland, everybody. So, so you're saying that he could pop his nipples like pimples? I'm saying he's popping. No, he's. <laughs> this has been such a fun show, guys. I'm saying that he's squeezing the the toothpaste out of the the zits around his nipple. Is what I'm saying. Let's keep going. Let's see if we can get something a little happier here. Jesus Christ! Yeah, let me hold on. a voice message. That one was my fault because I did pick the one that said nipple cheese. I thought that was going to be more fun than it was. Mm-hmm. They're all did very medical, know? which is kind of interesting for me. How about a lady? Okay. 
Hi, Mommy Jeans. My name is Sierra, and I have a question about my punani, my putang, my vagina. Um, So I haven't had sex in about a year, and last night I got together with a friend of mine, and my vagina was so tight. I literally felt like a virgin trying to have sex with him. Um, I'm really attracted to him. We used a condom, we used lube, we used everything, but it, the thing wouldn't go in. It wouldn't, it didn't feel good. It felt like it was tearing me apart. So I'm wondering if it's normal, because there's a lot of talk about if women have loose vaginas because they have sex or if it's tight because they don't, and then there's people saying that it's not true and that everybody's different or everybody's is the same. So I'm just wondering if what I'm experiencing is normal, and yeah, you bet I'm coming up in May, and baho, 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 baho. Way, how about that? Look at her. What's up, Sierra? Yes, Sierra. Well done. Um, so, butthole, right? They don't pronounce the T. Butthole. That's what it butthole. is. Butthole. Butthole. Uh, so, uh, you're normal, you're fine, but this actually is a thing. Um, when you have that kind of tearing and irritation, I worry that you're the most common reason that happens is you've been on a high dose progesterone birth control pill. So you didn't talk about that. Did she say they're using condoms? Did she say something? She did. So they're using condoms. So Con- she, condoms and lube. So she may not be on birth control, but then some people will still have you know use condoms even when they are on birth control to protect against STIs, which is a smart thing. Let's let's say she. So one warning is if you're on birth control, it can cause a atrophic vaginitis, which is a deficiency of estrogen to the lining of the vagina. It's something that doctors don't tell women about. The, the the typical complaint that I will get is people go, I'm allergic to my boyfriend's semen because where his sex kind of uncomfortable, and then when he comes, it burns. No, you have a trophic vaginitis. You have an irritation of the lining of the vagina and the, and the vulva from estrogen deficiency because of high-dose progesterones in the birth control pill. Also, those progesterones can cause a decrease in libido and depression in some women, something that's important to point out to everybody. Uh, estrogen creams can help with that. If it's not that, you also, and and that can trigger this next thing I'm going to talk about, which is called vaginismus. Vaginismus, we have to, maybe we can see a picture of vaginismus. Let's see if there's anything that comes up. Why are you right. sighing, because man? Because I don't think I'm going to like these pictures. No, no, no. <laughs> it's, it's just going to show a vag- Remember, you know who had vaginismus? Oh, gosh. I always forget her, her, main, her name, our, our uh, foosball player, comedian. Kelsey Cook. Kelsey Cook. I was going to say Cook. Uh, Kelsey had vaginismus. Oh what are you looking at? Oh my God, about uh, this? Uh... It's just a tightening of the vaginal musculature. Essentially, look. Let's let's click on the causes of vaginismus. Let's see what that little little <laughs> billboard says. Can you open, can you make that bigger? Oh, there it is. Uh, there are emotional causes. Yes, yes. Uh, but but mostly it's a physical thing. It's a spinal reflex. It can be triggered by pain and irritation, which is why I was going down the path of the birth control issue to begin with. But it's a it's a spinal reflex, and it's, it's in a very intense um, constricting of the vaginal musculature. It's associated with pain. And there are actually are pelvic physical therapists who help people with this problem. There are books out there, things you can do for yourself. Jesus, how do you fix that problem um, with, a, with a physical I, therapist? I, I don't know exactly what they do. I, I know it's a specialized thing that, that has to be sort of um, help with. They obviously don't do anything penetrative, you know, they don't put any hands in or anything. They just teach you ways to relax that musculature because, again, it is a spinal reflex. It's something that's outside of your willful control. And it's, uh, in, in uh, Kelsey Cook's case, she got it because of a 
latex reaction. If you remember, she would use a toothbrush or something. Right, like yeah. her, mo- her mom's something. Something, or other. Yeah. Br- hairbrush or whatever. Hairbrush, and it was latex, yeah. and she had a huge reaction, and then her things tightened. Manicure tool, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was thinking, it's weird that we're having this conversation. I was, some reason, I, was, I saw I saw an uh, Instagram post of hers. I thought about that story, and I thought, you know, if that happened to a male, he would never tell anybody. He would not go, Mom, as she did. I've got to go to the hospital. Think about it. Any, would you ever, ever, if you were if you were a female, Kelsey Cook, and you had that reaction, going to go to the hospital? Uh, I, I don't know what what. He's just, we're you're dissociated. He's been dissociated for the past couple sorry. minutes. He's what? dissociated because of the foot thing. It's, it's, it was a half an hour ago. <laughs> Woo! Wow. What was the question? We really please? got him this time. Well, I was saying that, you know, Kelsey Cook had that horrible latex reaction in the vaginismus, and she went down to her mom and said, I've got a problem, and they took her to the hospital. Mm. And I thought to myself when I saw an Instagram post of hers the other day, I thought, if that ever happened to a man, a young male, he wouldn't tell anybody. There's no way he'd go mom or dad or anybody or take me to the hospital. I, I just don't see a male doing that. I've done that. No, I mean my foot almost got cut in half. Exactly. Thank you. There we go. There we go. What'd you say, Nadav? You'd go to the hospital? Uh, I've done that when I was super little. What happened? Uh, You know, I was just I was just feeling around, and I was like, "That doesn't feel right." And I went to my mom, like, "I don't know how to say this, but I think I have cancer. Honey, you need to take me to the hospital." And she's like, "What?" I'm like, "Just please take me." And then, uh, yeah, and then she took me to go get stuff checked out to check your testes. Mm Mm-hmm. Everything was fine. That's super Jewish, right? Oy, to be mom. concerned with my nuts? Oi, mom, please take me to the hospital doctor. Oy. Uh, well, I mean, I didn't, I didn't do it in that accent. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was, uh, I don't know. A fuck, I think I had just uh, uh, had sex ed or something. I think they were I just see. talking. So they freaked about, you out. Yeah, I think it was probably just like all this shit was going in my mind. Like, in my mind, like what's going on? And, uh, That's why you need a general doctor, so you just go to that person and just go, hey, I've got some concerns, check it yeah, out. Yeah, but I also kind of had a mom like any in that she didn't believe going to the doctor would fix anything. But but then they take you to the hospital for something like this. I mean, think about f- people. If you don't know how the medical system works, so for Nadav being anxious and to have his balls checked, it would cost about $1,400 to go to an emergency room or an urgent care. To go to a medical doctor in his or her office is about $48. No, no, no. We did that. She didn't take me to an ER. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said you went right to an emergency room or something. No. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah. Th- okay. Now I understand. There was, Mom, there's something wrong Exa- with my testes. Exactly. I have to go. Oh, we're going to run you to the hospital. It's like, Ugh. All right, uh, Tina Tim Booth boys. I have a problem for a few years. An itchy asshole. Typically, the itching feels like it's around the hole and not actually inside. I recently bought a cheap bidet and have noticed some improvement, but occasionally I still have to get in there. Also, caught myself abusing the bidet after going for longer than I needed because of the relieving sensation, like scratching an itch. I heard on the podcast that people who live in tropical areas tend to have parasites. That's true. I lived in the Caribbean for three years and wonder if I brought something home. Am I talked? Do I just like butt play? I should I see a doctor? I love what you do. Thank you so much. Grow up on Loveline. Anyways, I'll be working on my flow till I come up in May. Love you guys. Uh, yeah, you can get uh, pinworm and whipworms, uh, and they cause anal itching. Uh, but there can be more serious worms, too. They don't typically cause anal itching. Uh, but if you've been in the Caribbean, you can get Ascaris, and there's other stuff. There's, you know, Strongyloides is even out there now. 
Uh, again, not typically causing itching. The ones that cause the itching, particularly if it's at night, uh, the worms come out at night and cause irritation. Oh, boy. Yeah. But, you know, it could be hemorrhoids. It could be fissures. It could be other things. So it does need to get checked out. Did he say what part of the butt was itching? He said the butthole, not inside, but on the outside area. Uh, maybe he should just try wiping a little extra. He used a bidet. He was uh, very into it. But the bidet actually started feeling like something's irritated there because the bidet started feeling relieving. So he needs, he needs to get it checked out. It's a little more than average. And he's right. If he's lived in the Caribbean, you can get worms. You can. It's not, it's, worms are very common worldwide. Do you know that if you are a, uh, an immigrant who is fleeing, um, what do they call them when they're, they're fleeing? Uh, immigrating. Refugee? Immigrating. But they're immigrating, but they're fleeing. Refugee. Refugee. If you're a refugee and you come to this country from almost any country in the world, you are given a week of ivermectin automatically automatically as soon as you walk on our soil because there's a high probability you have various kinds of intestinal parasites. All right, let's take another voice message. Hey, Dr. Drew. My name is Johnny. I live in Oregon. Love you guys. Oregon. Love the booth boys. Just curious about some sexual tendencies my girlfriend has. Started a few months ago. She would uh, wake me up. Well, she would uh, have sex with me while I was asleep mm-hmm. if I had my babe owner and whatnot. And uh, I'd wake up, and I thought it was cool. I mean, I was getting laid, but <clears throat> I was also curious. She wants me to have relations with her with a while she is asleep. With a what? I've tried it once or twice. Relations with her. Okay, keep going. Hold on. I, I'm backtracking a little bit. Yeah. To have relations with her while she is asleep. I've tried it once or twice. Feels super rapey. Not trying to keep it going but she insists that she enjoys it she usually wakes up but like i said super rapey and i'm not sure how to feel about it if you have any insight onto this that'd be great yeah. coming up in may all that bullshit take care guys <laughs> dr drew i have a little bit of insight oh, oh please let's go We've got an expert on hand here please fucking do it it's the best it's the best it's the best so it's, it's the fucking it's, best. It's, it's rape without the rape. No, it's fucking. It's not. It's it's like a rape fetish. Girls have rape fetishes too. It's just, just do it. Like I get the the discomfort because it's like, but am I really? No, you're not because she's asking you. No, do it. It's fucking dope. And and you know because you know what it feels like when she wakes you up and you got a hard on. She's riding you. You know what that feels like. No, it's dope. And so it? so he knows that you. Okay, so what you're saying is he he knows how good it is for him. He can create the same experience for her, provided that she's really clear that it's a good experience. So I think it's the one thing you've got. You got to be very, very clear that this isn't some sort of weird reenactment, and that she actually does feel very good about it. That's what and, I'm saying because she's asking for it. You know, I hear you. I hear you. And, and uh, times. I like the way he does it. If he has a boner and whatnot, so <laughs> and whatnot. That's very yeah, funny. All the other stuff. Uh, all the other stuff. Um, but I, I don't disagree with you. And it, it is a weird zone. Of course, um, yeah. But people. It's it's he's in sort of the good version of this where they both agree to it, they both consented to it, and no, she no. wakes up during it. It's not that it's you know always asleep, right? Because that yeah. is super rapey then, because it's somebody who's unconscious. This is somebody who wants to wake up in the act. It feels arousing to her for some reason. I I, I kind of agree with you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because because and and I'd like to make it clear, it's not even a different version. Like that is. Rape if, if there's no consciousness. You're but, right. But if she's asking. And she and wakes she up. Yeah, and she wakes up course. and in spite of waking up, of doesn't course. feel like she didn't consent, doesn't feel violated, then she's she's into it. There you of go. Of course. And chances are she's asking because 
She, she knows it. that this works. So yeah, 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 yeah. It, it's I'd dope. I'd also like to say, you know, if you're uncomfortable doing something, you know, you don't have to do stuff that makes you uncomfortable. Try I just, I just feel like a voice needs to say that. Try I just feel it. like someone needs to say that. It, you, it. you need to. <laughs> Thank you, Eddie, for being present on this Try one. Try it. Try it. You need to discuss consent before and then discuss it after. Like in other words, okay, you want to do this? We're going to try it. And was it what you expected? Are you okay? Hi, Mommy Jeans, Christine, Booth Boys, fiance, and I've been arguing about the efficacy of my birth control. I'm on the pill, don't use condoms. He pulls out. We don't want to have kids, but uh, I, he thinks I won't get pregnant if he blows load inside of me because the pill is 98% effective. And because he's never gotten any of his other partners pregnant, I tried to tell him the birth control is only 90% effective when coupled with other methods such as condoms. No, when coupled with other methods such as condoms, it's 100% effective. It's 99.6 if you're just blowing loads. So there's a reason people take oral contraceptive pills. They prevent pregnancy. So uh, you are a little off, JJ. Uh, he is right. Uh, if you want to be 100%, uh, yeah, you can uh, add a condom to that. But uh, very few people do. The condoms are added to prevent birth controls, uh, to prevent STIs. I beg your pardon. Holding in my white. I'm 31, 10 years. I've been squeezing and holding in my white when I J my D. It's interesting. You know, Andy, you hold in your brown, but you don't hold in your white, do you? You're very liberal with that. No, hell no. That, no. That, that would hurt. It That's can. It hurts I, holding in your brown, too. Some people some might Some people. Uh, Not if you do kegels. I grip my D <laughs> until the orgasm is over, keep the white from coming out. Then started, This started when I was in high school. I did it to avoid the mess. When I pee afterward, my urine is cloudy. I presume it's the white that is in my D, in your D or in your bladder. I never thought it was weird until I heard you and the boys talking about always letting fluids out of your body. I haven't experienced any changes or issues with my D over the years. Can this have any long-term effect? Keep doing the important work. You cool guys, you bet I'm coming up in May. Um, did he say you bet I'm coming up in May or you better believe I'm coming up in May? I think they're interchangeable. Okay. What did he actually say, though? You, you bet I'm coming up in May? You better believe? You he better said, believe. He said you better believe. Better believe. That's yeah. what I thought. Because if you came, you bet. And I started saying you bet. And I thought, is that really it? Anyway, the problem I worry about with this is you're, to some extent you may be causing retrograde ejaculation, meaning the, the ejaculation may going up into the bladder. And once retrograde starts happening, it can keep happening. And it's not an easy thing to treat. And when it comes time to get pregnant, your partner, uh, sometimes getting the white out can be a little bit of an issue. There are medicines that can help uh, improve the valve function that's sending stuff back up into the bladder. But, you know, it's not the healthiest thing. And and what we were talking about, what you heard us talking about, is generally speaking, when things want to come out of your body, you should let them come out of your body. You know what I'm saying? And so that's just if it's a sneeze or if it's a whatever, you know, whatever sort of impulse it is, um, you know, orgasm is one of those things. You're just kind of typically letting it happen the way it's meant to happen is the best thing for your body. Another voice message. Hey, Dr. Drew and the Booth Boys. This is Charlie from Minnesota, and I have a rabies question. So about two or three years ago, I saw a squirrel fall out of a tree. He was alive but looking pretty out of it, so I got a bucket and tried to help him in there. Except when I tried to pick him up, he took a big bite out of my finger. I eventually got him in the bucket and was going to take him somewhere to get tested for rabies, considering he fell out of a tree for seemingly no reason. Uh, But then basically I didn't do any of that and the squirrel died in the bucket and i threw it away i kind of forgot about the whole thing for the most part and then once in a blue moon will remember and then start panicking that i might have rabies dormant Uh, is this a real possibility should i do anything about it or anything else thanks keep my mind tight touch my camera through the fence and you bet i'll be coming up in may thank you i don't think so i've never really heard of a dormant rabies but let's look it up let's see if there is such a thing and what the 
Dormant. This is the great news about uh, medical information these days. Whoops. Dormant rabies. Rabies can be dormant for one to three months. It's an incubation period. Uh, symptoms will appear once the virus travels through your central nervous system. The first sign that something is wrong is fever. You might feel generally weak or tired. Yeah. So one to, after one to three months, it's no longer dormant, and it's you no longer have any rabies. Ooh, so. but it says, but may vary from one week to one year. Huh. Incubation period is one week to one year. That is wild. Ooh, and that's from the World Health Organization. Yeah, I see that. I see it. Mm, mm, mm. So uh, you might want to get tested if it's been less than a year. So let's see. There, we'll, we'll go down a bit. Really, there are no symptoms right away. Rabies can be dormant for one to three months. Doctors call it an incubation period. Symptoms will appear once the virus shows you. Right. So it's fever and weakness and fatigue and stuff like that. I, I think of it in terms of a month or so. Um, that's always what I've always thought of rabies. You're getting out towards three months. That seems unusual. A year seems really unusual, but obviously not impossible according to the World Health Organization. So if it's been less than a year, and then have to get you, get you checked out. The, I, I've never seen that, but the deal with rabies because all I know is that it's just like, oh, if you get it, you need to get a shot immediately. Is it like the second you even see a symptom, you're done for? Like, how does it? What exactly is rabies Ra other than frothing in the mouth? Uh, I've never seen rabies. To tell you the truth, and so let's. Uh, Let's look it up a little bit. Uh, path rabies, rabies, encephalitis. You can get encephalitis. 25-year incubation period. Jesus. Woo. 48-year-old and usually long incubation. So, yeah. I'm seeing wow. symptoms being fever, headache, nausea, vomiting, right. it looks agitation. Like, it, That's a fun one. I know. It just looks like confusion. a bad virus, really. Uh, my question is the treatment... Give me a second. Ooh, hallucinations. Yeah, that's, that's the encephalitis. Fun. You know, when you get in general uh, inflammation of the brain, you'll get things like that. Let's. Oh I hope people, I'm not boring people with this. I mean, Seizures. Immediate attention. No specific so. treatment. One, yeah. Nearly oh. always fatal once symptoms appear. That's great. And a vaccine can prevent infection. Uh, that uh, diagnosis and treatment. Let's see. No way to know where the animal's been transmitted the rabies to. It's common to find the bite. Blah, blah, blah. Don't recommend treatment as soon as possible. Mm, treatment, once rabies is established, multiple people survive the disease. There's no effective treatment. Series of shots to prevent the infection from taking hold. So you got to have the series of rabies vaccines. So that is probably what they're going to recommend for you. That's a tough, that's a rough question. I man. say so pull the trigger and just get those shots, buddy. If you're not feeling sick. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, but let me see. Let's see. Because I don't think there's negative side effects of getting like the rabies vaccine. No. Right? Yeah, there's sort of nasty shots on my understanding. But but be it as it as it may, it beats the hell out of this illness. And hold on. Oof. Okay. Direct, yeah, it's a DFA test uh, in brain tissue. Jesus. So they're probably going to just give him the shot straight away. This is out. This is something I've honestly never seen. Um, and so it's outside of my area of expertise, but infectious disease doctors should have a certain amount of experience with this kind of thing. Good question. A lot of good medical stuff today. Wild. This is the most medical stuff we've ever had. I need to see a video. We have great questions uh, all the time. I know we always do. Let's get a couple of TikToks in here to wrap it up. I think that sounds fun. Yeah. What's he doing? Dude, you're weirding me out. Ooh. That's it? That's the whole one. Wow. Uh, well, people, good for For people just listening, it's he's, just a guy. A guy with a kind of unusual looking facial features, raising his head up and down and looking side to side and smiling a few times to the camera. 
Okay. Going to put that up on TikTok. TikTok. She's, you know, uh, Christina's been just on fire on TikTok lately. I've seen a lot of her stuff getting viral. Give me another one. Let's go quickly through a few here. Oh, my goodness. Look at that. Fungus. Looks almost like Annie's feet there. I fucking knew you were going to do it. <laughs> I knew you were going to fucking do it. I knew no, you look nothing like Annie's feet. Annie's feet were Christina. I almost put them in my mouth, for God's sakes. I wouldn't have put this in my mouth. fucking Christ. That's just, that's just ah! hyperkeratosis. It's just, it's just peeling off. Skin. It's not this that big a deal. Arm over when it's under. I could push. Uh oh. And now at this point, it's literally like how it started. At this point, see. And then after you know, at this point, you know, you want to add a little variety, get the inner thigh. What? Uh oh. But first thing first, you can just start with that that main thing. So as you get the arm Wait, under, I, I, he's now you slow over here. Here, Eddie, he's talking to me. Now you turn back. Literally, it's the start point. You grip. Okay. And right, so yeah, before I start adding variations, I just want you to kind of get the, the main gist of it. I don't and think I'm from I don't know you guys to the are. feet to the glue. I don't think I would like somebody doing that to me. Just call me crazy. What'd you say any to this? I was saying, don't say it. I thought I thought you were gonna you were gonna compare this shit to me too, but no. Uh, no, no, no. But no, no, I mean, I mean, I'm sure it does feel good. Sure. Yeah, You're saying you wouldn't like weird. a leg massage? Yeah. It's what do you little, mean? Just a weird ass with his elbow up in the guy's crotch or lady's crotch, whoever it is. Just weird. But look, me. he's getting in all the crevices. <laughs> yeah. No, that's... But first thing first, you can just start with that. Is it back of the knee in an androgynous uh, zone? Uh, is that uh, what you uh, call it? Uh, erogenous zone. There you go. I'm sure it is. And. <laughs> <laughs> Give me, give me some more talks. Come on now. Ooh. Any lady who wants to go on a date with me, they'll be guaranteed a steak meal. Yes, that's our guaranteed a steak meal. <laughs> so come and date me. Oh my God, Job of the Hut's talking to me. <laughs> that poor guy. Could you at least straighten out your glasses for the video? One more. One more. Clean me up. Clear my palate. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Why do you guys do this? I've seen more of these guys on... Uh, yeah, I'm sure he think feels good about himself. Feeling himself, man. Yeah, he feels so good. So, so this is a guy who has put some sort of weird injectable under his trap trap muscles, his his uh, pectoral, pectoralis muscles, his uh, triceps and biceps, and it looks just odd and bizarre. It doesn't look like muscles. It looks like implants. You think it's an injectable? I do. You don't uh, think this is nat? No. This, is, this ain't natty? <laughs> no, that is not natural. That is some. That is something under his skin in the soft tissue. And and what's with the the spray painting on the wall? He's, he lives. Is he taking pictures of himself in the bathroom of a of a subway station or something? Yeah, he might not be taking too good care of himself. I, I guess not. What not. do you mean? He's ripped. But Look it's, at him. It looks like he's got breast implants. It's really, it's kind of gross, right? I, I, what I don't understand is how these guys get any positive reinforcement for this. You would think everybody looking at that would go, oh, and, and they just think it's so cool. I don't think he's getting enough of it. That's why he's putting so many of these up. Oh, is it the same guy? Uh, the one with these injectables, the ones that we've been watching, I think it is the same guy. Christina kind of likes this, uh, this dude's lane. Uh, I see. Okay. So it's the same guy. Cause I've seen some, I did, does he always have that beard? I think so. Okay. I just, I, I, don't, I don't look know, at I the face. I'm so taken back yeah, by the body. I don't the, usually pay attention to the beard. But the other I, thing too about guys that, uh, I mean, not even guys, but people that 
make choices like this. Yeah. Sure, guys will like you and I will think that and say that right now. Yeah. But if you were in front of him, would you be like, "Ugh, dude, what the fuck?" You would just look, right? Yeah. Trust but you, but you wouldn't be. You, that's exactly what he wants. He just wants uh, you to look. I see. So he thinks that like everyone's looking at me. Look at this. I'm oh, oh I see. Uh, yes, I see. Andy, He's I like exactly it. Good reasoning. And he just knows how to get in the minds of these cool guys. You yeah. Know? It's almost no, no. Like I, I'm one but, but, but I. <laughs> <laughs> but don't you think he's he's doing it for romantic or sexual partners, right? That's why he would do this, right? Romantic or sexual? Partners. I mean, isn't that his I, ultimate I feel like goal? It's all about himself. Probably. probably e- yeah, is it it's just look, getting people to look at him? Driven. Yeah, it's just, just people to get a look at him. It's not to try to get more partners or, or anything like that. I, I mean, I'm sure that's like you know, <laughs> an, an end, like it's like a byproduct, like a part of it. That yeah, he hopes will be a part of it. But, but I can't yeah, imagine I anyone. Like the, my my thing is, I can't imagine anyone would be attracted to that. I can no. imagine people looking at that but not being attracted to it. So it's hard for me to like imagine that he gets <laughs> what he's looking for here. But all right, whatever. That's enough. That's good. That finishes me off kind of nicely. Thank you for that, Nadav. Well done. You're welcome for finishing you off nicely. Thank you. Thank you. Amuse-bouche. Thank you. Store.ymhstudios.com for the, all the good new merchandise and the voice messages, messages. Keep them coming at 818-253-1693. And, of course, these wonderful emails. I'm trying to get through all of them. DrDriftDark at gmail.com. We appreciate you guys being here. It's uh, always a pleasure. Booth Boys, thank you so much, and we'll see you next time. All conversations and information exchanged during participation of the Dr. Drew After Dark podcast or interaction on the drdrew.com website is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. Do not confuse this with treatment or physician medical advice or direction per se. You must always follow your medical professional's advice and direction. Nothing on these podcasts or posted on this site supplements or supersedes the relationship and direction of your medical caretakers. Please understand, I am not playing the role of physician in this environment per se. I'm educating. I am a licensed physician with specialty boards in American Board of Internal Medicine and American Board of Addiction Medicine.